Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. I am so grateful. Thank you for giving suggestions. Thank you for passing the messages on. Thank you for donating. Uh, You can send anyone to the website, tomoleary.org, and get all the messages there. There's an opportunity to to donate as well, to keep this thing rolling. But I am just so, so, so grateful. I want to talk to you today in this Keep Moving Forward podcast about possibly one of the most powerful things that you and I can do. And you know what that is? That's pray. (laughs) We're going to talk about prayer. Because I'm telling you what, you know, when you invite God, that's what prayer does. When you invite God into a situation, into someone's life, into your life. I mean, it's the game changer. It's like inviting God's kingdom to invade and then just do something wonderful. And that's what this is all about. It's just like pressing in and moving forward and and having God advance us in his kingdom and our purpose and his plan. And oh man, and it all comes through prayer. Today's podcast is called Pray Like Your Life Depended Upon It, because it does. (laughs) It really does. And I want to encourage you on the front end to think about prayer not as a final resort, like, oh gosh, we've done everything. I guess we should pray. No, I want to encourage you to pray on the front end. God, I'm praying for this and I'm praying for that and I'm praying for my spouse and I'm praying for my friend and I'm praying for my kids and my grandkids and whatever it is in your life. I'm praying for my coworkers or my boss or my employees or whatever it is. Invite God into it. And I know we all got things going on in our life. We all got big things going on. So pray like your life depended upon it. Now, here's the problem. Sometimes we feel like our prayers are like rubber bullets going off the ceiling, like boo, 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 and they just come bouncing back to us. You know, we're like, God, are you listening? Well, I can assure you, Scripture makes a promise. God is always listening. Always, 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 always. God, Scripture says, He even hears when you sigh. S-I-G-H, like, like, oh, yeah, woof. We all, we all do that, right? God hears that. And what if we turn that into a prayer? What if we began to say, okay, this is what's heavy on my heart. And so I want to pray about it. I'm going to give it over to God. I'm going to, I'm going to take anxiety and stress and turn it into a prayer. That's why Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. Jesus. So it's all about prayer. And we want our prayers to stick, right? We want them to go like, now I'm praying this and God hears it. You know, speaking of prayers, you know, sticking, I, it makes me think when I was in college and I lived in a house with a bunch of crazy Christian guys and 
Oh, we had a great time, but we would uh, cook spaghetti. Kind of, it was like our staple. It was like, oh, what are we going to have tonight? Oh, let's make spaghetti. And we would boil spaghetti. And we knew it was ready when we took the spaghetti out and we threw it up. And if it stuck to the ceiling, we're like, okay, the spaghetti's ready. You know, hey, we want our prayers to stick. You know, we actually to go through the ceiling, right? To get to God. I'm telling you, God hears you. He knows you through and through. Scripture says that God knows your thoughts. God knows your words even before you say it. Now, that's interesting. You might be thinking, well, if he knows what I'm going to say, why say it at all? No, no, no. That's not how faith works. That's not how God set it up. What he's doing is saying, I want you to speak it out. That's why, you know, David in the Psalms, you know, boy, in the Old Testament, you know, just pour your heart out to God. You know, David is like talking to his own soul. Come on, soul. You know, praise God. Come on, get get going here. And that's what this is about. Keep moving forward. So let's do it. Let's pray like our lives depended upon it. So I'm going to land us in the New Testament, James chapter 5, verse 13 through 20. Uh, this little passage is all about uh, a prayer of faith and, and just praying in faith, you know, being sure of what you hope for, certain of what you do not see, definition of faith, Hebrews 11.1 1 gives us that definition, and, and really going there. So let me try to give you five little, you know, what I might call keys to the kingdom of prayer, uh, you know, just Let's get this thing. Okay. So it starts out in James 5, verse 13. It says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Our first little key to the kingdom of prayer, number one, is in bad times and in good times, pray. If you're in trouble, if you've got things before you, yeah, man, not a last resort, first time action. Your first intuition, your first nudge, you know, that's where you go for it. That's where you pray. And we have all been there, and you might be there right now, where you got some big troubles that you're facing. Hey, now is the time to open up your heart and speak them out. I would encourage you. Now, God hears your silent prayers. He totally does. 100 But there's something powerful about speaking your prayers out loud. So take a drive in your car by yourself and just start praying and talking to God. You know, prayer is just a conversation. It's a conversation with the living God who loves you. He's your heavenly father. He knows you through and through. And so it's all about prayer. Now, I love it too that James 5.13 says, hey, are, are you happy? Well, Start singing. Start singing songs of praise. And there's something powerful about worship and just praising God. What I want to encourage you with is that God is not a genie in the bottle. Okay? God is not, you know, this idea that, you know, you find this, you know, bottle and you rub it three times and a genie pops out and it's the voice of Robin Williams and what do you want? You know, and now, you know, so God is not that, you don't want to approach God. You want to approach God. He's your loving father. He's for you. He's with you. 
He knows your cares, your concerns. So it's not like, oh God, give me a million dollars. Let me win the lottery. No, it's not about that. It's a relationship. And so that's why scripture says, if you're facing tough times, if you're facing trouble, now's a really good time to pray. Because why? Because God's listening. He wants to hear you. He wants to have you pour your heart out. That's faith. That's a relationship. That's going there. And I want to encourage you to do that. So uh, our first little key to the kingdom of prayer, because we're praying like our life depends upon it, is in bad times and good times, in good times and bad times, pray. All right, let's go to verse 14 and 15. This is fascinating. It says, is any among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them. Anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they've sinned, they will be forgiven. This is so powerful. Um, what I would say is the, this second key to the kingdom of prayer is invite mature believers to pray for you. If you have elders in a church, elder just means leader, right? Okay, so just know that. So, you know, a church leader uh, you know, as John Wimber used to say, you know, elders eld, you know, <laughs> it's just what you do, right? Leaders lead. And, and if you know of mature people, believers, mature believers in your life, that's who you want to go to. And honestly, biblically, those are elders. They're, they're mature, they're leading, they're living, uh, you know, by God's example and, and a godly life and all of that. And that is a powerful thing to do. Um, so we want to invite these mature believers to pray for us. I have had my own personal prayer warrior for 30 years. I mean, three decades. And this individual is so amazing. And uh, if you don't have a personal prayer warrior, I highly recommend it. <laughs> five stars. I give it. I give it five stars. I, no, I give it one gazillion stars because when you have someone who is deep and mature and they're praying, it's just so powerful. That's why Scripture says, you know, that it's it's the man of God. Those those prayers are powerful and effective. That's what God's word says. So you go to the men and women in your life that are mature and and you just say, hey, would you pray about this? Would you pray for me? This is what's going on. And there's something powerful in that too. When we expose things to the light, it just takes the fear out. It takes the sting out. It takes the temptation out. It takes the darkness out. It, it It's a powerful, powerful thing to do. All right, we're going to move to verse 16. Man, we are crushing it today. Here we go. James 5, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Boom, there it was, right there. Number three, our kingdom, keys to the kingdom of prayer. Confess your sin to a close believing friend. Let me say it again slowly. Number three, confess your sin to a close believing friend. We need people in our lives. And when you confess, it's so powerful. Scripture says right here, you don't have to go to a priest 
confess. What it says is that you go to each other, other believers. And so that would suggest that people that you're doing life with and they're believers and you, you share like, man, this is heavy or this is what I'm struggling with or I really blew it on this day and I want to tell you about it. My friend, that there's so much power in that. And there's this strengthening. And scripture here says you're going to get healed. Now, that could be anything. It could be a spiritual healing. It could be an emotional healing. It could be a physical healing. It could be a, a relational healing. In some regards, it, it could even be a financial healing. Wow, I've been blowing money. I've been spending it on stupid stuff. I'm totally going into debt. You know what? I'm confessing that. You know what? God's going to hear that prayer. Other people are going to pray for you. And it could be the road to recovery. I've got a buddy who uh, said to me one time, since you're a close friend, I can tell you this. <laughs> and in that moment, I went, brace yourself, Tom. Just brace yourself. You know, actually, it wasn't that bad. But we got to be those kind of people like, you know what? I'm going to listen. I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to share what they said. You've got to have that confidentiality. It's so critical to build trust. There's so many people that say things and betray people and things that aren't true and gossip. And maybe it is true. You know, it's just horrible to gossip and slander. God puts that up like with witchcraft. Okay. So we're not going to do that, but we're going to have a safe place where we can share. Okay. Let's go to number four rooted in James chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. So it gives us in verse 17 and 18 an example of Elijah from the Old Testament. I love this because how you want to read the Old Testament, when I was in seminary, um, I was taught that you read the Old Testament through the lens of the New Testament. And so here we have James 5, 17 and 18, talking about Elijah in the Old Testament. So, man, we're going there right now. We're, we're reading through the lens of the New Testament into the Old Testament. And it says here in James 5, 17 and 18, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. I love the humanity there. Just like, hey, he's a normal guy. He's like you, like me. It's what it is. It goes on to say, he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Verse 18, again, he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crop. Okay, the fourth key to the kingdom of prayer is imitate Elijah. He's the model, you know, impersonate him. You know, do what he did. Copy him. Reproduce. That's what imitate means. Model. Impersonate. Copy. Reproduce. Do, do what he did. And the whole story is found in 1 Kings chapter 18 in the Old Testament. I, I love this story where now Elijah is praying for rain. And guess what? He, he's on this mountain and he, he goes and prays and he sends his servant out and says, Hey, is there any rain? And the servant looks and checks and comes back. No rain, not even a cloud. <laughs> okay, and then Elijah prays again. And then he sends out the servant. Hey, is there any rain? And the servant comes back. No rain, boss. No rain, boss. And they do this seven times over. Seven times. And finally, after the seventh time of praying, of Elijah praying for rain, 
the servant comes back. He sends the guy out again. And he comes back. And he's like, boss, you're not going to believe it. There is a dark black cloud. It's about the size of a, of a fist out there trying to explain it. And Elijah in that moment goes, hot dog, we got rain. He, he just knew like, well, that's the Lord. There's my sign. Rain's a coming. And boy, did the rain come. So we just want to model that. And you know, here's, here's the takeaway. Think about it. There are things that you've prayed for and it hasn't happened yet. Well, according to the life of Elijah, you do it again and you pray again. And you check and you pray again and you check and you pray again and you check and you pray again. And I don't think there's anything magical about seven times. That is God's perfect number. But I don't think that's the point. I think the point is you just keep doing it. You keep praying. You keep asking. And here we are. We're going to pray like our life depended upon it. That's today's podcast because it does. Okay, let's let's land this airplane. And that's the, our final two verses in James chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. I want to give you the fifth key to the kingdom of prayer. And then I'm going to recap this for you. But here we go. James 5, 19 and 20 says this. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the air of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. This is so beautiful. And this is how I'm going to spell it out for number five here. It's really easy. And you're going to remember this because it, it, it rhymes. Okay. But I, I like trying to give you takeaways. I want to give you golden nuggets. I want you to walk away and go, oh, I remember that. That's the point, right? We're going to keep moving forward. Here's number five. Prayer, care, share. That's how it works. Prayer, care, share. Verse 19 and 20 is talking about if someone has walked away from the truth, has walked away from God. I've got people in my life. I've got family members in my life. You know, and we, what do we do? We're going to pray. Prayer. We're going to care. We're going to be compassionate. We're going to show unconditional love. We're just going to just be oh, just that wonderful, kind, thoughtful person to this individual. And then when the time is right and the Holy Spirit will prompt you when the time is right, you're just going to lovingly share, as Scripture says, with gentleness and respect. That's the high standard. Not being a bossy, bossy, not being judgmental, yuck, not, you know, conditional love. Well, if you do this, I'll do that. Or if you'll do this, I'll love you. No, it's, it's that purest Greek word, agape, unconditional love, that pure love, unconditional love. That's what we're going for. And so the model of James 5, 19 and 20, our fifth key to the kingdom of prayer is, is to prayer, care, share. Prayer, be praying for him. Care, show compassion and kindness. And then share. Prayer, care, share. So that's what we're all about. That's what we're going to do. I just want to encourage you. We, you just got to go there. I know sometimes for a lot of us, it's, it's kind of weird maybe to pray or, or, you know, even, you know, I know people that are uncomfortable praying in a group or 
praying, you know, at the dinner table out loud or, or whatever. So start with this. Get by yourself and start praying. And, and do it out loud. And do it a conversation. You know, that's what Jesus modeled. He said, you know, pray like this. Father in heaven, hallowed is your name. Your, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily, you know, you know, you know, gosh, you know, help us, Lord. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from you. God, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who've trespassed against us. It's all of that. God, yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory for, you know, it, Jesus said you, that he modeled that to pray out loud. Pretty short prayer, really, in Matthew 6. You can check it out. And in that moment, you're just you're just pouring out your heart. And that's all that God wants you to do. So let me recap and pray for you. Today's podcast, pray like your life depended upon it. We really dug into James chapter 5, verse 13 to 20, that the prayer of faith and five takeaways. Okay, here we go. These little keys to the kingdom of prayer, if you will. Okay, number one, in bad times and good times, pray. Number two, invite mature believers to pray for you. Do that. I've got a guy that we play tennis once a week, and then we sit down and we get into each other's lives, and we pray for each other out loud. It's powerful. I just encourage you to find your person that you can pray with. Number three, this is a tough one for some, but you got to go there. It's powerful. Confess your sin to a close believing friend. It's just, it's so empowering. And God says, I'll meet you right there. I'll heal you in that moment. That's pretty powerful. Number four, remember, imitate Elijah. You pray, no rain, no rain. Then you pray for rain, rain comes. But remember the principle, you don't quit praying if you don't see it right at first. You pray again. And you check it out and you pray again and check it out. And seven times over, maybe 77 times over. Woo, there's a quote. Okay, last one, number five. The people in your life, there might be people who are wandering. There might be people who, you know, I would say are, are far from God, possibly. Um, prayer, care, share. That was our number five. Prayer, care, share. It's that order. It's what you want to do. And God's going to use you in their life. And that's a powerful thing. That's empowering. That's cool. Man, God's on the move. Gosh, I just want to pray for you right now. I'm so encouraged. Uh, Father, thank you for each person who's listening to this podcast. Fill them with your spirit. Fill them with your goodness, your grace, your love, your truth. And God, I would pray that you just put that little fire in our belly that would prompt us to pray, to pray about everything, like our life depended upon it, because God, it really does. And and that's when you move in our lives. That's when you bring your power, bring your presence, bring your joy and love and peace and goodness. God is, is through prayer. It, it's what unlocks things. And so would you encourage each person, I pray, and Lord, uh, just bless them, fill them up, renew them, And get us all praying, I pray, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Well, there you go. We're going to keep praying. We're going to pray like our life depended upon it. I want to encourage you to pass this message on to people that you know that are going through a tough time. You might be surprised. You're like, wow, I know you're going through this trouble. And here's, here's a message on, you know, what you can do with that trouble and, and to pray, right? And, uh, so yeah, keep interacting. Love your feedback. And uh, if you're able to donate, that'd be awesome. You can go to the website and uh, just the give button and uh, on uh, tomolary.org. And so I'm grateful for that. Uh, no pressure, just super grateful. So thank you. And don't forget, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless. <laughs>